Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, dear friends. You're welcome to another edition of Jesus is the Answer with Kathy Ekakundenjingum. I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus, and I'm your host. You're welcome. How are you all doing? Happy New Month. We thank God. It's a privilege to be alive today. To see this month, we glorify His holy name. So before we dive into today's message, let's welcome the Holy Spirit. Let's commit this broadcast into His hands so He can take charge. Father Lord, we thank You. We bless Your holy name. We worship You, O Lord Jesus. Take over me, O Father Lord. Less of me, more of You. Take over this session, Father Lord. Speak through me, Lord, so You'll be glorified. I am just a vessel that you are using. Use it, O Lord, so that your name will be glorified. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, I soak myself into your precious blood, blood of Jesus. All those who are out there listening to me, I soak them into your precious blood, blood of Jesus. I soak all the equipment that I'm using into your precious blood, blood of Jesus. I soak the messages into your precious blood, blood of Jesus. I cover them, I cover myself, I cover this environment with your precious blood, blood of Jesus. Your blood that speaks more than every other blood, oh Lord, let it begin to speak for us, oh Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, thank you, Lord. Father, let me decrease so you can increase in me. I worship your holy name, I glorify you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name I've prayed, amen. Thank you, Father. You are welcome once more. So I have a message. Um, I didn't plan this. I didn't know I was going to come on today. We are on a seven days fast with Princess Belemze Ministries. And today is the seven of our fast. We are rounding up. So he said I could not come on to preach um, because I was I had to pay attention and focus because that was one of the assignments that God gave us during the seven days fast that we have to focus. I didn't want to miss. As I said, since during the week, I'm always busy working. I have to come back and watch the videos or listen to them. And at times, I'm not able to catch up. I said, let me seize the opportunity and listen, follow up now that she's live or why she was live that yesterday. So that's why I didn't come up online. And today's the last day we are rounding up and she was live. Uh, Apostle Belima was live some hours ago and I got an assignment while she came on, she said, we have to pray for one hour in tongues. So while I was speaking and praying in tongues, I got to a point when she had to pray for us. She prayed and asked um, that the Spirit of God should anoint us. She was praying as she was led, anoint us and restore us. And then I got a message while that was going on. I have to preach repentance. Thus, I should preach repentance for one week. So every day I'll be coming out here to preach. I'll not preach any other message first before the repentant message. So if I have another message, I might come out twice a day to preach. But repentance, I must preach repentance. Right, so that's my assignment. I have to complete it for seven days. Yes, and I'm so excited. to. Each time I have an assignment, I'm so excited because the thing of joy, you know, that God will give you an assignment. I go and do this. He said, I am his mouthpiece, so I'll echo whatever he asks me to. So he has asked me to come and preach repentance. 
So it's repentance. It's not thanksgiving today. I have to bring you back to Christ Jesus and help you create a relationship with him. Get to know him. Get to know Jesus. It's all about Jesus. It's all about him. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. So we have to repent of our sins, rededicate our life to Christ, embrace him, and live a life pleasing to him and him alone. Not the life that the world wants you to live. Not the life that your friends want you to live. Not the life that you want to live, but the one that Jesus, Christ Jesus, the one that God wants you to live. And before Jesus left, he said he will send us a helper. And that's the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will help you live that life. The Holy Spirit will correct you. He will guide you. He will rebuke you. Oh, yes. I've had encounters like that. A very common one or the most recent one that I keep sharing with you people that it was mind-blowing. All are surprising. But this one is mind-blowing when the Spirit of God told me that is gossip. I was talking with my colleague about our boss. I've shared it so many times. So he did something and we're angry. You know, yeah, what he did was wrong. It was our right to get angry, talk about it. But then we started going personal and the Holy Spirit rebuked me. He said, that is gossip. It was so loud that I was shocked. You could even see the reaction. I keep saying it that if there was a camera there and then they capture my reaction, it would be shocking to everybody. I was like, because when I heard that is gossip, he didn't say anything. I was like, whoa. The way I looked at my colleague, but she didn't get it, right? She didn't get it. And then I had to, to digress. I switched the discussion, started saying something else. And I was pondering, I was like, oh my God, that's the type of friend we need. That's the friend Jesus said he will go and send us a friend. That is a friend who will rebuke you, who will correct you, who doesn't want you to miss heaven. The Holy Spirit doesn't want us to miss, miss heaven. So he's there to guide us, to lead us and bring us back to Christ Jesus. But you have to make it a personal decision. You have to be willing to repent. Repent of your sin because sins, they say the wages of sins is death. And when you die, you are going to hell. To die is gain, but not a type of death. When you die in sin or you die as a sinner, where are you going to? You are going to hell fire. But if you die as a Christian, as a believer, that is when this applies that to die is gain. Because you know what? You are going to meet your father in heaven. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You are going to meet your father in heaven. And some people will be like, yeah, everybody will die someday. Yes, true, everybody will die. But where are you going? Because there is life after here. Where are you going to spend eternity? Here or heaven? And I'm here today to bring you back to your father. I'm here today to let you know that you should repent. This is a wake-up call. Because we don't know when it will happen. No one knows when they die. People go to bed strong, fit, healthy. They go and sleep and they die. People sit in their living room watching TV. They take a nap and that's it. They are waking them up. They realize that they have been in that same position for hours. And like it's not normal. He just he was taking a nap. He was here watching TV. And we thought it was a nap he was taking. And they realize he's gone. So imagine you dying 
without repenting. Where do you think you are going to? Where do you think you are going to? So repent now that you are here, now that you are still alive. Repent. Repent of your sin. Repent of your evil ways. So you should not be caught. The wages of sin is death. And when you die here, you go to hell, you will continue the punishment there. So I'm here to let you know today that you should embrace Christ Jesus. Repent, turn away from your evil way, turn away from your sinful way. If you've not heard of Christ Jesus, get to know him. If you have heard of him or you were with him and then you backslid it, it's time for you to come back to your father and get to know him more. Born with him. Hallelujah. Born with him. He's your father. He's willing to forgive you at any time, at any point. Just like the prodigal son who realized himself and he came back to the father. The father opened his arms and embraced him, dressed him, clothed him on and celebrated him. That's what happened. Each time you repent, a sinner repents and embraces Christ, come back to Christ. Christ opened his arm, embracing him and there's a party, there's a celebration in the heavens. So I've come today to let you know that you should come back to your father. His arms are widely open. He's there standing there knocking. I am his mouthpiece. Because at times you might be too busy, you don't even listen. He's talking to you. He's there knocking at your heart, at your door for you to open, for him to come in. But because you are too busy, you can't listen. You don't get to know that. That's why he said, Bole, go and echo this to my children. Bring back my children. That's why Kathy is here today to echo this, that repent of your sins and come back to your father. He doesn't want you to perish. He loves you so much. Come back to your father today. Come back to him. His arms are widely open, waiting for you. He will give you everything. What do you want? Peace of mind he will give you, not like the world gives. He will give you peace that surpasses all understanding. He will give you joy that money can't buy, that friends can't buy, boyfriend can't give you. Joy that even that marriage can't give you. Because at times people think like, oh no, when I get married, I'll be fine, I'll be happy. There are some people, that's their prayer point. Like they are praying that they should get married. They believe when they get married, they are, com they are fine. Like their cycle is completed. They have a job. They'll get married, make kids, and they'll be happy ever after. No. Marriage faced with its own challenges. When you get married, that's the time you have to go closer to God. And you don't have to wait until you get married to go closer to God. You have to start it now. Be that relationship with him now. So that your marriage will be built on a solid foundation. A marriage without Christ is an empty marriage. It's going to be a thorn to your flesh. Come to Christ today. Lay your foundation. Even before you give birth, start praying. Start speaking life into the children while they are not yet there start praying that god they will live they will be the the, the the ones that will lead their generation they will be the children that everybody want to everybody in the society or in the community will look up to them it's now that you are not yet married you have to come to christ don't wait until you get married before you start running because the devil <laughs> the devil he's so tricky i laughed yes I laughed. Do you know why I laughed? Because the devil will prepare somebody who is not your destined husband. And you will see him. You know what he will do? Everything. He will make everything look so wonderful, beautiful. He will give you the... Because he knows. You'll be talking. He knows. 
your dream man, you want a tall, black, handsome guy, the devil will prepare a tall, black, dark, handsome guy for you. But that guy is going to be a thorn to your flesh. He might get married to you. He's not sleeping at home. He's sleeping out every weekend. He's at the nightclub. He's working his money. You don't even see his money. He doesn't have time for you. He doesn't have time for the kids. He will not love you. He will be a cheat and a lot more. So come to Christ. Pray and ask him to give you just the man he has prepared for you. All that glitter is not gold. Tell God that you want the right man, not the one that you want. Not all this ideal. There's nothing like an ideal man. It's just an imagination. It's just one imagination in your mind. Tell God to give you a man that he has prepared for you. A partner who will understand you. A soulmate. It's now that you have to pray. So don't say, when I get married, I'll be fine. I don't need this. You need Christ. And for those who are married, who think, no, they are giving up. No, it's over. I've prayed and God is not listening. Repent and he will fix your marriage. Because marriage is an institution that God recognized. God created that from heaven. It's an institution that is recognized. That's why God is against fornication. You are not allowed to do anything except when you are married. You see that? Except when you are married. So God knows. So don't give up on your marriage. Come to Christ. Turn to him. Repent. Repent. And live right to please God. And he will restore your home. He will restore your marriage. He will restore your home. He will restore your marriage. You might think your husband is the worst man. You might think your wife is the worst woman. No, it's because the devil has something against you. What are you doing that is not glorifying God? Each time you sin, you glorify the devil. When you touch his property, his properties are sin. Lies telling. Anger, hatred, envy, unforgiveness, fornication. Masturbation. There are women who are, who are married, they are not satisfied. They do it. They masturbate. How is your marriage going to be? How do you think you are going to enjoy your marriage when you are doing all of these things? When you are gossiping, when you are cheating, when you are committing adultery? How do you think you are going to enjoy your marriage? But if you come back to Christ Jesus today, you repent, accept him. Oh my God, thank you, Father. Your marriage will be sweeter than the wine that Jesus turned in the wedding in Cana. Remember that story when those people were getting married and the mother came to him and said, Son, they are running out of drinks. Do something. And immediately the mother told the disciple that whatever I asked you to do, do it. They went, they filled drums with water and he turned the water into wine. And everybody was amazed. Listen, most people, this story has deeper meaning. It's not, it's not just the water that he turned into wine, but there's another side of it. When your marriage has shaken, like right now, whatever you are feeling or whatever you are experiencing in your marriage, like you and your husband, there is no bond, there is no feeling because of the way you are living your life, telling lies. Because if you live right, there's no way you live right to please God and you not enjoy your marriage, you not enjoy your home. If one of you is living right, the other is still in the world, you'll be having shaking. But in it all, God's, God is always with you. 
Don't give up. Pray for your partner. So when you are having all these problems in your marriage, what do you do? You turn to Christ. And that water that is lacking, that wine that is lacking in your marriage, he will turn that water into wine and it will be sweeter than even when you first met your husband. When you invite Christ Jesus, I don't know if you're understanding me. When you invite Christ Jesus into your home, he will turn your marriage, that sour marriage, he will turn it to a sweeter one and you begin to enjoy it. And even people will see, you don't even need to explain to people. You won't tell people, it will reflect. The happiness that he will give you will reflect. He can give you, the happiness that Jesus will give you, the world can give you that happiness. The peace that he will give you, the world can give you that peace. That's the type of peace you are like. I don't have millions. I don't have money in my bank account. But I just have this peace in me. I remember when I, I, I became born again. I did not understand all of this. I surrendered to Christ. And when I was talking to my brother, my junior brother who is a pastor, and I was like, man, I just have this peace. I don't have money. I was not even working then. I said, I don't have money. But I just have this peace. I'm just so joyful inside of me. Nothing troubles me. I'm not bothered about anything. My brother smiled and he said, yes, that's what it is to be with Christ Jesus. He said he will give you peace that surpasses all understanding. That's what you have. I said, thank you, Father. So I'm here today to let you know that come to him today and he will give you this peace. He will fix your marriage. Is it your health? He will fix it for you. What is it that you want? Don't give up on him. Don't say, ah, I'm tired of praying. Let me go back into the well. What is it? There are some people who say that I have prayed. Nothing is coming. It's better I go back living my life the way. The way you were living your life before now, was it better? Were you happy? You were not happy. That's why you came to Christ Jesus. And you came to Christ Jesus. You thought, no, it's not getting better. So you want to go back to the world. You know why it's not getting better? Because you've not surrendered totally. Hi. If you surrender 100%, you say, Father, I've come before you. Your daughter has come before you. Forgive me of my sins. I repent of my sins. I'll let go of anger. I'll let go of unforgiveness. I'll let go of envy, of hatred, of bitterness, of jealousy. I'll let go of fornication. I'll let go of adultery. I'll let go of all these things masturbation there are married women who are doing this married men who are doing this because they don't find their partner appealing to them they do all of these things it's a sin there are people who are married their wife don't look uh, um what the wife doesn't look attractive anymore to them because she has put to bed now that's what the devil will do but remember it's that same woman you loved she has put to bed. Now she's fat. She has stretch mark. The breast is sag. What what they, what they say it? She now has saga boobs or whatever. You don't you don't find her attractive anymore. You the man you have forgotten that. That's not the way you were. Also you have you have not pot belly. Is she complaining? She might just complain about not even complain. Just make fun about it. But she's fine. And you what do you do? Oh no, she has put on too much weight. The stomach is big. The stomach is big. It's no longer flat because she bought kids for you. You start going around, messing, sleeping around with kids, with, with younger girls, or even, not even younger girls, women who are not yet married. Once you are doing that because they look more attractive according to you, once you are doing that, you are inviting the devil into your home. You have touched the property of the devil. 
or you start having communication with your ex talking some nonsense thing you are opening door that's why your marriage is no longer sweet because you open door you open doors for the enemy to come in but i've come today to tell you that it's not late and there is nothing god cannot do all you need to do is just take one minute confess your sins repent sincerely from your heart and he will come back he will restore you Jesus will restore your home and even bless you more than you ever expected. But you have to take this bold step. Take this bold step. Thank you, Father. This is not me speaking because this is not how I plan I, I plan to preach this message of repentance today. Father, thank you. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you Holy Spirit. You are doing business your business is not flourishing. You know why? Because you've started duping people because you exaggerate your gain. Yes, it's good to make money. Business is not a sin, it's not a crime to make business. But when you start doing other things like cheating your customers, then it's not fair. And before you, you started that business, did you consult Christ Jesus? There's nothing we should do without going into prayers. Everything might look so good, but always pray. Your friend might come with a wonderful business idea. Your wife or your partner or your husband might come with a wonderful business idea. Say, yes, thank you, darling. It's a wonderful idea, but you know what? I have to take it to my father in prayer. If God said do it, and then you do it. If he said no, it might be a trap that the enemy wants to drain your money. And you start blaming God. Oh, God is not blessing me. He said he will bless my handiwork. Did you consult him before you start that business? I've come today that we should not do things on our own. I've come to let us know, to remind us all that we should not do things on our own without consulting him. Let's turn to Christ. Ask him anything we want to do. Involve him. Let him be the center. Let him be in the center of your life. I'm talking out of experience. I've made other, I've made mistakes also. I've made mistakes. Somebody will come up with a good plan, a good business idea, and you look at it like, oh my God, yes, this is true. I just need to do one, two, three trips, fast ten over, and I'll be fine. No. Once you involve yourself inside, it still looks good. Before you know it, things started going upside down. So I'm speaking out of experience. Why? Because I did not pray. I was like, oh my God, this should be God. This should be God. Because I didn't ask this person, just came with this. I just said, listen, when you do this, you do that. And this, this is what is going to come. I was like, wow, God is blessing me. Yes, it can be God blessing you. It could be God. But did you pray? Because you didn't pray the day. Because the devil is always at the corner. Because you didn't pray, he'll just come in and sow seeds of, 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 of failure. Of, uh, uh, what's it called? Of disorganization. You just disorganize everything and the plans and everything will go. There'll be total chaos. So let's not take anything for granted. But in, in, in it all, you have to have a relationship with your father. You have to have a relationship with him. You have to come into agreement with him. You have to abide in him so he can abide in you, so you can be one. And you can't do this 
if you are living in sin. The Spirit of God cannot dwell in you if you are living in sin. He said, I should let you know that Christ Jesus is coming. It's not just for you to, to live right with him so you can prosper here on earth. No. So that at the end of the day, when Jesus comes, you go to heaven. What he told me today is that echo repentance. Tell them to repent because Jesus is coming soon. He doesn't want any soul to perish. He doesn't want any soul to perish. God doesn't want any soul to perish. He loves his children so much that he doesn't want your soul to perish. So I'll lead you to Christ Jesus. Take one minute. Repent of your sins. Ask him to forgive you. If you can't recount them, tell him that the ones you committed knowingly and unknowingly, he should forgive you. Now you know better. The ones you can remember, confess them with your mouth. The lies you just said minutes before listening to me. You just treated somebody badly. You cheated somebody. You insulted somebody. You have envy, unforgiveness, jealousy in you. Begin to confess. Begin to confess right now. Father, take over me. Forgive me. Take away anger from me. Take away unforgiveness. Take away hatred. Take away bitterness. Take away jealousy in me. Father, Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. Confess. Tell him all you've done. I give you 30 more seconds. Then I'll lead you to Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Father, your children have come before your throne of grace. They are asking for the forgiveness of sin. Forgive us all, O Lord Jesus, for our sins. The ones we committed knowingly and unknowingly, have mercy, O Lord Jesus. Cleanse us, O Father, Lord, as we come before your throne of grace, ready to make peace with you and to embrace you. If you've just confessed your sins, I'll lead you to Christ. I'll say the salvation prayer and you repeat after me. Say, Father Lord, I come into your presence. Father Lord, I come into your presence as a sinner. I confess all my sins. Please forgive me. I did not know any better. I promise not to go back to my old ways. I believe that Jesus Christ came and died for me on the cross of Calvary so that my sins can be wiped away. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. Be the Lord over my life. I promise to serve you forever and ever. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. If you said this prayer, put your hand on your chest. Say, I am self. May the love of God fill your heart. May his spirit never depart from you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Welcome to the kingdom of God. And I want to read a passage to let you know that Jesus loves you. And worry not, because he said he will give you peace. Not as the world gives. 
the peace that the world gives is your friends will tell you, oh, you have that problem. You explain to your friends, say, come, let's go and take a bottle of beer. So you forget your prayers, your problem. You go, you sit with your friend in a snack or wherever or at home. You take a bottle of beer either on your, by yourself or with friends, thinking that that's going to help you. As you drink it, it will be for that moment, right? As you're drinking it, you get drunk or tipsy. What happened? You go to bed, you sleep. As soon as you wake up, that problem stands in front of you right there. You've not solved that problem. It was just for a moment, probably because you wanted to sleep. You've been worried over that problem. You could not sleep. You could not have a good night rest. And you say, okay, let me take a bottle of drink. You drink it. You drink yourself to scooper. You go there, pass out. You sleep. You wake up in the morning. The problem is still there. Time is running out. You're destroying yourself. You're destroying yourself. With soaking yourself into too much of alcohol. Or probably you went out with your friends, you are tipsy now, you are drunk, you even commit sin. Sexual sin. When a man is drunk, they don't know what's going on. Probably you are in a bar. Anything you see in skirt, you just want to go with. No. If you find yourself in a situation like that, turn to Christ Jesus. He will give you peace that surpasses all understanding and he will solve that problem for you. He will solve that problem for you. You have said the salvation prayer. You are free now. Christ has forgiven you of your sin. You've embraced him as your personal Lord and Savior. I want to read from the book of John. John 14, 1, 1 to 7. Do not be worried. And upset Jesus told them believe in God and believe also in me there are many rooms in my father's home and I am going to prepare a place for you I will not tell you this if it were not so and after I go and prepare a place for you I will come back and take you to myself so that you will be where I am you know the way that I lead you sorry you know the way that leads to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. So how can we know the way to where to get there? Jesus answered him, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one goes to the father except by me. Now that you have known me, he said to them, you will know my father also. And from now on, you will do you will know him and you have seen him praise the lord so jesus is telling us here that there is no other way that we can get to the father except through him and that's just what you just did by confessing him accepting him and he said there are many mansions in his father's house so don't think that if you accept Jesus, your life will be boring. When you that what will be your reward? Your reward is that what when you go back, the mansion he is going to prepare, you will have a big mansion of your own. Where you will live ever happily ever after. Where you will not need to worry about anything. He said, if it were not so, he will not lie to you. He's God. He will not lie. He rebukes you when you lie. So why should he lie to you? And you can only have this when you accept him. Because he is the truth, the light, and the way. Or he is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. 
So you've accepted him. You've made him your personal Lord and Savior. Live right to please him. Read your Bible. Do good. Stay away from sin. Don't go back sinning. Because guess what? If you go back sinning, it might be worse this time. You might not even have the opportunity to repent. And something bad might happen to you. Probably you might be like, oh, let me just go and sin for five minutes and come back. That five minutes, something terrible might happen to you. We don't know. You need no worry because your father got you. John 27 says, Peace is what I leave with you. It is my own peace that I give you. I do not give it as the world does. Do not be worried and upset. Do not be afraid. When you come to Christ Jesus, come with faith. I always see this. I say, we limit God and people cry. Like, Father, it's not working out. I've done this. No, your tears will not move him. What? Your faith. That's why I say, do not be afraid. Believe in him. Hold fast in him. In the same book, he told Thomas when he appeared to his disciples, he said, blessed are those who believe not because they see me, because you are believing now because you are seeing me. That's a story for another. They will read that and break it down and you understand better what I'm saying. But what am I saying here is that believe you have confessed, you've accepted him and he said he has given you peace. Hold on to that. Don't worry anymore. Just faith. It's only faith that can please him. It's only your faith that will please him. Nothing else. So brothers and sisters in Christ, you are welcome to God's kingdom. You have repented. Stay holy. You will have tribulation in the world, but it will not be as bad as when you don't have Jesus. Now that you have him, you will have all those trials and temptation. But when you are there in the world, your tribulation will be worse. Just like when the, the, he was in the boats with the disciple, they were faced with strong winds. But what happened? They turned to him and he calmed the wind down. He calmed the storm. The waves, they all took order. That's what happened when Jesus is in your life. Now that you have repented, you are no longer in the world. Temptation will come. There might be even days that you don't even have money. You don't even have your job. But what do you do? You say, Father, I surrender everything to follow you. Not because that life was even better. I'm not comparing that life with this one. But all I'm begging you is fix this for me. I believe in you. I trust you because you created the universe. I know there is nothing you can do. Stay your ground. Even if it's getting tonight, you don't have food. Stay your ground. Something will happen. Before you know it, something will happen. He will come true for you. Believe in God. I have a lot and lot and lot of things. Uh, uh, sorry, not things, but experience and encounters that I have shared some. And I'll keep sharing them to let you know that Christ is with us. He loves us so much. Christ loves us so much. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for this message. So as you go out there, repent. Go out, spread love, share love. Repent. How do you keep yourself on a check? That's what I do. I check myself each time. 
like every given opportunity i'm like father am i right with you forgive me of my sins knowingly or unknowingly forgive me lord jesus because you don't know you might hurt somebody through your action or your words we don't know and to you you thought maybe we're just doing something but that person is hurt so we just have to keep repenting stay repentance asking god to forgive you and live right to please him and him alone yes lord thank you father thank you holy spirit thank you lord i cover our prayer session with the precious blood of jesus we've come to the end of today's broadcast and i thank you for listening i pray god bless you harden not your heart as you've listened to today's message let his will in your life be done yes lord thank you father you are blessed in jesus mighty name i've prayed amen